Welcome to Radio B&R, a podcast production of the Baptist and Reflector, the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Radio B&R, keeping Tennessee Baptists informed about the issues impacting their lives and churches. Hello and welcome into this edition of Radio BNR. I'm your host, Chris Turner, and I'm joined today with Baptist and Reflector editor Lonnie Wilkie. Lonnie, thanks for being in with us this morning. Thanks, Chris. It's my pleasure. And then we also have a special guest with us today, David Green, pastor of First Baptist Church Greenville, and our newly elected Tennessee Baptist Convention president, just elected a couple of weeks ago in Jackson at our annual summit. David, welcome. Thank you, Chris. It's an honor to be with you. Well, David, we're really looking forward to this next year. We know that you have uh, some plans that you really would like to um, to, to really unfold uh, for Tennessee Baptist over this next year as, as you have this opportunity to serve. Um, but I know that uh, you and Lonnie share a, a long history. You've been a part of this board and a part of Convention Life for quite a while and, and pastor there in Greenville. And, of course, Lonnie has been uh, editor of the Baptist and Reflector. In fact, I, th- I think Lonnie interviewed Noah when he stepped off, off the boat. So, um, so Lonnie, fire away with a question there and, and get us started. Well, first, David, I, I do want to say congratulations. I've known you a long time, and I, w- I would say you've earned your stripes as a Tennessee Baptist. You've been a leader in our convention for many years. Just uh, reflect on, I think you first came on the, uh, it was then executive board of the uh, Tennessee Baptist Convention in 2004, of course now it's the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board, but reflect on your first few years with the board and the differences you've seen in the convention over the past, I guess, 14 years now. That is a loaded question. Um, When I first came on the board in 2004, I was fulfilling an unexpired term, and the TBC was just about to be in in some tremendous transition, uh, not only from leadership to uh, uh, places where we would have our next building, selling our previous building, uh, and ways of doing ministry across the state and regions uh, instead of centrally located. Uh, just so many different things were about to take place. And they were all necessary. They had to take place. And so it was It was great to be a part of the, the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board or the Tennessee Baptist Convention back at that time. Um, but it's just beautiful to be on this end now and look back and see just the the return on that spiritual and, and emotional investment that we had. I know you're seeing some of the fruits of your labor being here in the new facility for the first time because you helped with a lot of the planning and sale of the old facility, correct? That's correct. Yeah, I was able to serve on the um, different committees with the uh, executive board when we called it that. Uh, I was on the administrative committee for a couple of years, uh, and then part of that responsibility let me be on the transition committee, the the subcommittee for the property. Um, That was exciting to see how our previous property was going to be sold. Uh, we had some great offers, and they didn't materialize, but eventually we did have a good offer, and it was great to see us be able to come in this place and be able to do it debt-free uh, and let God you know, lead the way that way. So it was good. So what do you think of the new facility here in Franklin now? I think it is beautiful. It is, um, it's a facility that we can use all of it. 
Uh, before we used, uh, we had twice as much space, but we only used half uh, of what we had. Um, the other building had so much deferred maintenance that it would have cost us so much money to have continued doing what we did there, uh, like we're doing it here. So we're, we're much more effective in the way we're doing ministry. Um, the new structure of the way we do ministry is so much, uh, so, so much more effective and so much more intentionally evangelistic, I think, than it used to be. You know, one of the, one of the interesting things about this building that William Maxwell, our business administrator, uh, mentioned to our board members back in September was that at the end of this first year in this building, our electricity costs were $93,000 less than the last year in the old building. So just from an efficiency perspective, you know, stewardship obviously is one of our, our core values, but from a stewardship perspective, just in electricity alone, we saved $93,000. Yeah. So uh, if, if there was any question about whether we needed a new building or not, you mentioned deferred maintenance. I, I think that answered the question. Definitely needed it. And, and, and to be here where we are, as opposed to where we were, uh, is, is such a benefit too, yeah. I think. Definitely. David, you when you were elected as uh, president a few weeks ago, did you ever have any idea that you would even allow your name to be put into uh, nomination? Uh, what what does it mean to you to be elected president of the state convention? First of all, I was as surprised as anybody when, when I was asked to have my name put in for nomination. Um, it means to me that I get the opportunity to, to serve Tennessee Baptist. Uh, it's it's very humbling. Um, it's a blessing, and I have a very supportive church, very supportive uh, wife and family that encouraged me to allow my name to be placed in nomination. Uh, I actually, when when I received the phone call asking me if I would consider doing it or, or just allowing my name to go out, uh, the first person I met with was my wife. I, I called her. I said, "Look, you know, let's just let's talk tonight about it. I'm not going to make any decisions uh, right now." And, and I told the person that asked me, I'm going to pray about this about three days. And it, it worked out where I could pray about it, and I had time to pray about it with my wife and then visit with a, a few of my key leaders in the church. I met with all the staff, and I said, now, this is, this is going to be a big deal this year as far as time away. And uh, our associate pastor is fantastic, and the rest of the ministry staff is, is fantastic, and they all encouraged me to do it. And they were willing to fill up the time that I was not able to make when I'm, I'm at home. Um, and the church has been very supportive, too. The deacons, I met with the chairman of deacons and, and our, our leadership, uh, lay leadership in the church. And they were encouraging as well. So I, I checked the boxes first. And then after doing those things uh, and get feeling like I got a green light from God to, to go ahead and do it, I did. Of course, you were elected by acclamation. I'm sure that makes you feel... Uh, uh, humbled as you said that the Tennessee Baptists have placed their confidence in, in you for the coming year what are some of your goals and uh, dreams for the convention this next year as far as goals and dreams I want to say first of all I want to keep encouraging Tennessee Baptists to do well what they're already doing so well uh, I, I don't want to seem to feel like I'm coming in trying to fix stuff Tennessee Baptists are great people and, and for years have, have been a leader in state conventions uh, in our country. And so I want to encourage, first of all, what everybody's doing right. 
Um, secondly, personally for me, I want to continue to model and promote uh, intentional personal evangelism. Um, not just something I'm telling everybody else to do. Uh, when I stop at uh, roadside parks as I travel across the state, I want to find somebody to witness to. It's not going to be about finding that one person a day to check off the box. It's, it's about a way of life. And I want to share Christ uh, uh, by the way I live, by the way I, I act in public, by the way I... And it, it does boil down to a personal testimony, a witness uh, of, of the biblical gospel account. It has to come down to that. And, and so as I promote evangelism across the state... I want to do it with with biblical integrity. You had you had talked you had mentioned earlier you know about the direction that we're going as a state. Uh, the, we really have. I mean, the five objectives have really been a kind of a a focus it's since the messengers in 2014 affirmed those five objectives and really decided, hey, this is the direction we want to go in in um, as Tennessee Baptists and focus on these these five things with you know evangelism discipleship and and church revitalization and church planning or new churches cooperative program and golden offering that that really kind of focused us and it really does seem that we're starting to reap a a benefit from that focus with baptisms being up this uh past year i think rock collins said a two percent or something like that so they're, they're really we seem to be getting some momentum going that that has has kind of aggregated from all of us having a collective vision. And what do you see on that that front? I see that the, the objectives have definitely made a difference. Uh, we don't need to be doing a hundred things well. We need to be doing four or five things great. Yeah. And that's just, that's kingdom work. And when you boil it down to our objectives, that that is the work of the gospel. That's doing what God called us to do and then funding it the way Baptist leadership has said we should fund it for you know nearly 100 years now uh, the cooperative program I am a huge champion of the cooperative program I believe that we should always give through the cooperative program too many people say we give to it we don't give to it we give through it because it meets so many needs outside of just what we're doing here at our ministry center or, or what's happening in our universities or what's happening in our adult homes, our children's home, it reaches out of the state. And, and with, the, with the goal of getting toward that uh, 50-50 split is great. And I think if we cut out our, our, some of our um, things that we are preferred items, if, if we cut out some things there and measured 50-50 like a lot of states do, uh, and we don't do that. We don't count 50-50 like a lot of states do that are getting there already. Um, we would we'd have been past that already. Yeah. So. Yeah, and when you know you you look at the ministries uh, that that you know churches are being helped with, uh, you know one of the things we say here at, at Tennessee Baptist Mission Board is you know what what so what is it that you do? We serve churches, mm-hmm. period. And so you know we exist for that reason. Um, but you know, as, as as we all work cooperatively together, really, that it is that first objective to see people come to Christ, save, baptize, and set on the road to discipleship. Absolutely. And you know, I mean, you personally, and then of course your church, you know, has that history of missions involvement, uh, evangelism. Uh, so I mean, those really 
you're an extension of, of where, you know, you're, you've led your church and what the people in your church have, have been leaders doing. Right. Not, not long ago, we had uh, an opportunity to do an event where uh, we were doing some back-to-school items. And we, were, we, we had it set up with local agencies in town asking our church if, if it would be okay if we come to your church and do it. I'm like, please come to our church and yeah. do it. And we provided three or 400 backpacks full of school supplies from our church. And then some other people came in and said, hey, we're going to do school clothes. And, and other groups came in and said, we're going to do um, other items for families with like groceries and things. And in between each group that came in, I met with them all and shared the gospel. And that Saturday morning between 8 and 12 o'clock, we had 41 people pray to receive Christ. Wow. And, and the, the neat thing for me on that day wasn't that they all came into First Baptist Church because they came from all over the county. And we helped get those people in other churches that they were already familiar with, already going to, and helped promote baptism in those churches as well. Uh, so we get to do that with several events throughout the year. Uh, we see hundreds of people saved and baptized that don't just get baptized at our church, which is, is fun to come alongside and partner other churches yeah. that need to be growing as well. Uh, it's kind of like when Jesus met his first followers and they were fishing and they weren't catching anything. And, and Jesus told them where to catch things. And when they, their nets started to break, they wound up having to call the other boats to come and help with the fish. Mm. And and I think churches need to get back to that, helping one another to reach the world for Christ. Yeah, it's one of the things that I felt like uh, just the, the coming out of the summit this year and in the spirit at the summit this year, there really seemed to be a, a great sense of unity and, and people really looking there was a lot of networking in the foyer in between sessions and just a lot of good fellowship and it really seems to bode well for where we're going as Tennessee Baptists so how do you how do you help that this next year as as president of of the convention by continuing to promote that which is good yeah. and by modeling that which was which is right what every baptist christian needs to model and that's a lifestyle of evangelism. Um, I'm afraid in, in not just Tennessee Baptist life, but in, in Baptist life in general, we spend a lot of time nowadays debating things that mm. we don't fully understand to the detriment of the one thing we do understand, and that's the Great Commission. And if we could be Great Commission Christians with biblical integrity and biblical discipleship, then we could cut out a lot of those debates that tend to divide us and be united over the person of Christ. Yeah, that's that seems to be one of the things that I felt like with our summit this year. There was there was that maybe that's the thing that where the unity came from is that there really did seem to be that focus on you know, the whole win Tennessee right and, and moving towards that like there there are six million or whatever it is number of spiritually lost people in our state that is our priority that's i mean that's that's what defines us as baptists so um yeah it's it's it was good to to do that um do you see uh a momentum building in our state it seems like we're reaching a some sort of 
don't know, critical mass. I mean, Lord really seems to be moving in Tennessee. Oh, I agree completely. I, I want to see churches across the state as they focus on evangelism and discipleship. Uh, all of us, especially me, I want our baptism numbers to increase. Uh, we should be baptized over 100 every year, and most churches need to double and quadruple. I need to double and quadruple, and, and I'm, I'm not the poster child for doing everything right. Uh, I think we, we need to stop for a minute and see what we're doing wrong and let, let the strength of God truly be made perfect in our weakness. And we're never going to do that until we get genuine and transparent and say, you know, there's so much stuff I'm not getting. There's so much stuff I'm not doing right. But uh, I want to be willing to let the Lord use me. I want to be willing to let the Lord use our churches uh, to do his work. David, I know you, because of your past experience with the, uh, with the board and your uh, knowledge of the state, you sort of have an advantage, I think, as you tr- begin traveling. I know you're going tomorrow to Union University for a trustee meeting. Talk to us a little bit about our institutions and how you think our institutions fit in as we try to uh, meet the five objectives across Tennessee. I am a fan of all of our ministry partners. Um, I, I, I wanted to, you, you mentioned back that, you know, I want to take it back to when I was on the board before. I'm excited now to be able to get to serve with Randy Davis. And I never got to do that before. Uh, I went out the year after. I served with Randy for a year when I was president of the executive board uh, back in 2012 when Randy came on. And I was able to get to serve with Randy that first year, almost that first year, because uh, I was the chairman of his search committee that brought Randy to TBC. And, and, and I take no credit in that, but God did that. And, and I've never had a chance to serve a full year with him. I've, I've watched and seen the way Randy has let God use him to bring our ministry partners to a, to a better point of unity than they have ever been. And I'm excited to see that. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of our, our un, Union University as well as Carson Newman University. Uh, I've got members of my church that are trustees at Carson Newman. Uh, my daughter uh, attended Union and finished their nursing school a year and a half ago. So I, I'm blessed to have had a part of both of our university families. Right. So, and the adult homes, I love what the adult homes do and the way that they minister to adults with special needs. Um, that is a, that's a special place in my heart. Uh, I have a 28-year-old son that, that has autism. And so um, I, I appreciate anybody who, who reaches mm-hmm. out to, to our mentally handicapped, our special need uh, adult population because it's a huge need. And um, so I'm, I'm grateful for what they do, and spe- especially plugged in um, to that. Uh, Children's Home has always been a huge part of our ministry at First Baptist Greenville. Uh, we've got members on their board that are members of our church and deacons in our church. Um, so, so our church family in Greenville has, has literally, through the years, been a part of uh, each of our ministry partners. Um, so it's, it's, it's a blessing now to get to serve as, as part of their boards and, and encourage them in what they're doing that's right. During the coming years, as you travel across the state, how can Tennessee Baptists pray for you? 
pray for my family while I'm away. Um, it's always going to be in this order, family, church, and church family, and then the Tennessee Baptist family. Uh, and, and that's okay if you're third, you know. Uh, come, come in there. It's a pretty that, good. It's a pretty that good order. Lineup, you, yeah. you know, you're fourth if we count Jesus. You know, because he's <laughs> first. Yeah. But but being third or fourth on my uh, agenda list is not a bad thing. But in that order, pray. Uh, pray for my wife. Uh, pray for my my son. Uh, my son works at Publix. And 28 years old, he works at Publix. And um, we're responsible to get him to work and bring him home. So definitely pray uh, for him. Uh, pray for my my daughter Uh, she's a neonatal intensive care nurse Mm. at uh, children's hospital in johnson city so just pray for her and pray for our church family pray for my staff that they're able to you know be able to do what they're doing and and do it uh even greater than than last year um pray that i have safety while i travel Mm. uh, wisdom when i answer questions and and most of all while i'm out in the state Pray that I practice what I preach. Pray that I do model personal, intentional uh, evangelism as a way of life. Um, so those are some of the things. Well, David, uh, we look forward to the year ahead. Um, I think it's going to be a great year. There's some great momentum. Uh, there was just a lot of excitement about your election as, as president. I mean, you are you are a steeped uh, Tennessee Baptist, uh, you have you've served in a lot of different ways. You know Tennessee Baptist. You know the convention. You know the mission board, and so obviously you're bringing a lot to the table in that. And and obviously your heart, seeing people come to the Lord, uh, seeing us work together as Tennessee Baptist. So um, I I think that uh, Tennessee Baptist can be proud that over the next year uh, they've got they've got one of their own, a champion of what we're trying to do. Um, you know, as as a as a body of believers group of believers churches working together for sake of the great commission so certainly so congratulations on on your election and uh, we look forward to to talking more with you along the way well thank you and i and i would be remiss if i didn't say uh i i have known the past presidents of the convention for years and and they have all set the bar so high um my goal is to not duplicate you know one of them my goal is to be who god made me to be absolutely and uh, and just continue doing the the level of good work that they have all done. Uh, they're just all great guys, and just to be listed in their ranks is is a, is a blessing. So absolutely. Well, we we have had a great run of presidents, and uh, but but there has been a unity of focus. Every one of those guys over the past several years has has been about that evangelism piece, seeing people come to the Lord, uh, working together you know moving forward as as you know a people yeah well if we don't focus on that we're not worthy of our real estate that's right we're not that's right well like rock says you know if we and randy too if you know if we accomplish the second through fifth objectives but we don't accomplish the first objective we really haven't accomplished what it is that we say we are as great commission people so anyway well that's great uh be sure and pray for uh our president david green pray for his church um and uh, it's not just a, an individual that gets elected president of the convention. It's a whole church body that uh, also is, is along for the ride. So I uh, pray for them. And we just look forward uh, to the year ahead. So thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Radio B&R 
a podcast production of The Baptist and Reflector, the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded at baptistandreflector.org forward slash radio BR. The ministries of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptist.org.